Hi guys, Skip here. Another episode of Finding Meaning. Uh, a podcast that <clears throat> encourage you to encourages you to think critically about the reality you find yourself in. Uh, I think when we think critically, uh, and I don't mean being pessimistic, but critically, uh, when we question, but understand that our questions are only partial, as the answers are only partial. Uh, really, that's only when when we really find deep meaning and answers. Um, this is sort of a topical thing I'm doing. I typically don't go here, uh, but I just felt compelled to to say something about uh, what's going on, at least in part of our society. And, and it always has been, to be honest with you. Uh, this need to have a plethora of conspiracy theories to choose from. I want to talk a little bit about that today. We have always had conspiracy theories in our culture. Uh, From the assassination of President Kennedy uh, to 9-11, you name it. There's always conspiracy theories. Uh, Some conspiracy theories are, you know, sort of retroactive. People still talk about who and what the founding fathers were, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to give credence to conspiracy theories. Uh, What I want to talk about is why they exist. Uh, What's the mechanism behind them, at least from my perspective. Again, as always, I'm just sharing with you my opinion. It doesn't mean it's right. doesn't mean it's wrong. doesn't mean you have to listen to it. But I think it's time that we start to name in our society those things that that are harmful to the ability, to our ability to be the expression of the spirit that we should be as human beings. And conspiracy theories, let me give you a little definition. It's, it's when someone comes up with a reason something happened, usually out of their own imagination or out of a collective imagination by a group. And they occur because uh, people struggle to comprehend reality. We're back to that meaning thing, right? People struggle to comprehend meaning. They just do. They look at things that don't make sense and they have to put them in a framework that they believe makes the most sense. So let me, let me just give you a, a sort of an example. And, and, and hear me, I, I'm not saying that I know everything and why everything happened or <clears throat> that all theories are wrong, but all theories, like all theories must be, have to be proven. And so I want to look at some of the ones that that haven't been proven as sort of examples. And you can disagree with them. Again, I, it's up to you. Uh, when President Kennedy was shot, there were a lot of questions about uh, 
Was it a cabal? Was it, a, was it the Russians? Was it the mafia? Was it the Cubans? Blah, blah, blah. Now, I will be the first to admit there's a lot of strange things that transpired, especially around Lee Harvey Oswald, the shooter. But it takes a lot of strangeness to shoot another person. So what people did is they began to dig and dig and dig and contemplate and chat and talk. A lot of coffee shop crosstalk, a lot of rumor, conspiracy, until the collective false self began to form it into an opinion. And, of course, there are about a thousand opinions about how that may have happened, about, you know, was there another shooter, etc., etc., Blah, blah, blah. Okay. You've probably heard all the conspiracy theories. Now I'm going to tell you why. I'm not going to tell you what happened because I, you know, I, I, I don't have all the answers. But what I'm going to tell you is why people do that. Because it's hard for us to buy into the fact that one crazy guy with a gun can change our culture. And because it's so hard to believe that. That's so far out of the context of us having meaning. We have to create our own meaning. Now, maybe there's some of you listening to this who would love to have an argument or have some sort of proof. Um, You know, sorry, I don't have time for that. But uh, what I'm saying is, is this, that the reason we come up with conspiracy or with alternative answers to the obvious answer, is because we don't think it's possible that things can drastically change for no real reason, other than some crazy guy. I've seen this happen in other circumstances, not just conspiracy theories, but but people trying to understand why their loved one got sick, or why uh, an accident happened. And they begin to say things like, well, heaven needed this person, or this person needed to do this or that, or God got involved because of this. And, and we begin to plug in theology and, and um, our own personal perception of philosophies. We begin to plug in things, and we plug them in because we have to make sense of them. We struggle living in the randomness of the world. And this is primarily a Western thing, and most primarily, most certainly, a thing here in the United States that we struggle with. We simply, because we have been taught that we are the masters of our own domain, we are the masters of our own reality, we have been taught that if something impinges upon that, then there must be some elaborate reason. It can't be random. It can't just be that. And our brain struggles with that. As I have said before, our brain is always looking for answers. It's always looking to solidify reason. It's always looking to to find an exact purpose for the way things are. And when things don't make sense, that's when we begin to plug into these uh, theories, uh, theological theories, philosophical theories, economic theories, conspiracy theories, theories, theories. You where I'm going? 
our mind is great at making up theories because our mind is great at making up reality. Never forget, at the core of what I'm talking about with finding meaning is that you are in a very powerful, your brain, your energy, your life is an incredibly powerful reality-making machine. More powerful than you can imagine. Now, I'm not saying that you and I can create a blade of grass. Uh, we can't. What I'm saying is that through our perception, through our projection, through how we think, we can create a reality. However, <laughs> we cannot sustain a false reality. Let me say that again. We can create a reality. We can set in a group of people and concoct a conspiracy theory or start a rumor to hurt someone else. What we can't do is if it is based in a lie, which all rumor and conspiracy is at some point, then you can't sustain that reality. That reality can't be sustained because it's not real. It's like a drug addict choosing the reality of drugs. It can't be sustained because it's a false thing. A war can't be sustained uh, uh, forever because it's created from the false self. Uh, now, there are societal things that, that we agree to, unfortunately, that seem to be a permanent part of who we are, uh, but I don't think they can be sustained forever either. I think that as societies we agree there should be poverty. Now that sounds weird, but in order for there to be have and have nots, you have to have have nots. When in fact, there is more than enough to go around. So the idea of poverty can't be sustained, although poverty is real. It will ultimately come to an end when the collective society decides that it really serves no purpose that is real that things like poverty and war, they are concoctions of the collective false self. Just like a conspiracy theory is a concoction of the, of the single individual false self. Just like uh, denying one's drug addiction is a concoction of the single false self, poverty, war, uh, the 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 theory of lacking, uh, lacking anything, lacking resources, that's all false self. We just have to apply the truth to it. But here's where we run into trouble. We don't know what truth is. We have lost the basis or are coming close to losing the basis for how we understand truth. And I'm going to bring us back. Because truth is always based in a sense of love, hope. You've heard me say this. And when we're looking at, at needing to gather actual facts around something, I promise you more often than not, it is the simplest answer that is probably true. You know, that old Occam's razor notion in philosophy that all things being considered, the most logical answer is probably the answer. So you take something like the, like the Kennedy assassination. 
fact of the matter is you've got a crazy guy who's confused politically. You've got a lackadaisical uh, security detail around the president. They make a bad choice around exposing him, and there you have it. More than likely, folks, after almost 60 years of struggling to understand this stuff, that's probably the answer. So here's where I want to leave you. Here's where I want to... Here's my invitation in this podcast. Realize that your brain is searching for answers and there's a lot of answers being offered. You know, people that we're in the midst of the coronavirus now. This is this is October fifteenth, twenty twenty. And when the when the virus began, there were people saying that it was five uh, G radiation, or that uh, some sinister plot was afoot, because our brains could not accept the fact that in our modern world we could catch a virus and die. We believed, or still believe in some circumstances, that we're above that, and we're not. The reality of this world is people get in accidents and people get sick, people die, viruses happen, people harm each other, people buy into a false self individually and collectively that allows them to be cruel, allows them to be evil, and that's just the way it is. And our only antidote, our only retort, is for us to find authenticity and real meaning. So I hope that this helps. Uh, And I do thank you for your time. And I hope and encourage you to think critically and with abundant common sense to find real answers. Thanks, my friends.